Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. The first and the most consistent thing that I'm sure we've all heard through the last three Sundays has been the definition of honor. Yes or yes? All right, so can somebody define honor for me, please? All right, rest of my hand. I can call you. I can call your names because I know your names. Anybody define honor for me, please? Yes, thank you, Tara. Hey. Hey. Eh, eh, no, 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 no. Mama. Mama. Wrong definition. Wrong definition. Okay. Anyone honor from what you've been taught here on this altar? All right, thank you. Thank you. Give a round of applause, please, please, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, can you guys reduce the keys? Thank you. Um, honor is the is discerning, celebrating, and rewarding usefulness, uniqueness, and or and or excellence. Thank you so much. And this honor is trivializing usefulness. And we talked about in the last three Sundays. Whom to honor, how you should honor. Talked about God's response to honor. If anyone will remember that, I talked about Noah, talked about Joseph. Yes or yes? Perfect. I, I'm trying to see who I've been coming to church. You know, and they've been, he's done an awesome job. Um, and so this morning, I'm just going to go straight into it. One of the biggest ways for you to discern whom to honor is the help of the Holy Spirit. He tells you whom what and how to honor and before the series the honor series we have the holy spirit series and it just ties because you cannot without the holy spirit you can literally do nothing and so through the help of the holy spirit this morning i'm going to be teaching us a topic a title called honor released so if you're writing please write honor released and in all of the last three sundays we've been talking about um, to honor. We're talking about honoring God. We're talking about honoring our parent, honoring leadership, honoring you know mentors, honoring your friends, and all of that. Um, but this morning, I, the Holy Spirit wants me to teach us, including myself, on how to become a person of honor. How do you become someone that people honors? We see all of those people. We see the graces that we want, but we seem to not to be able to have those graces. We see people with the access, but we seem not to be able to have the access. We see people with the anointing, yet we don't have this anointing. We see people with the gifts, yet we don't have this gift. We see people that are honored, yet we are not honored. And everybody is supposed to be honored. But how do you become a person that people honors? And I have a couple of points, and I'm going to run through it as quickly as I can because I'm going to the last one, which is how I'm going to end this and tie it to conference. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't know. I'm so excited. Please, I said in first service, and I'm going to say it again. Do not miss Thursday. Please. Please. I beg you. I can kneel down. 
but then I won't be able to stand up. So I'm not going to kneel. But just imagine me kneeling down, begging you, please do not miss Thursday. When you come for Thursday, I tell you Friday and Saturday will make sense. So please, 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 please be there. And so how do you become a man or a woman of honor? Number one, be addicted to service. Be addicted to service. Can you reduce the keys a little bit more? Media. Okay, thank you. Be addicted to service. Thank you so much. Second Timothy 3 verse 2. Second Timothy 3 verse 2. If, if it's on the screen, can everybody read it real quick? If it's on the screen. And if it's not on the screen, open your Bible. Five seconds. Five. Same what is after Revelations. Second Timothy three verse two. Is he on the screen? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Read it. Thank you. Verse 1 says that, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. In the last days, we have heard a lot of things about the last days. In the last days, God will pour his spirit. In the last days, this will happen. In the last days, that will happen. last days, last days. And one of the biggest things in the last days, the Bible says that men will be lovers of themselves. We are all, we see this online a lot. Um, I see it online a lot. Everybody preaches self-love. Love yourself first. If you can't love yourself, you can't love others. You should look this way. You should stand on top of the mountains. All of that. And people have gotten so used to hearing that, that they don't know how to love other people. The Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. We've loved ourselves so much, it's difficult to love our neighbors. One of the biggest ways to be a man or a woman of honor is to be addicted to, to service. Be crazy about helping people. Be crazy about helping people. My, my, one of the stories I love in the Bible is from Genesis 18, 1 to 15. We all know the story of Abraham. This Abraham was a man that was searching for something from God. And God had told him that I'm going to give you a child. It's promises. God has already spoken it. Sometimes for the fulfillment of your prophecy, you need to be a man of honor. Bible says and Abraham sat there and he saw some couple of men were just, just walking by. And instead of him to analyze what they had won, where they must have been going to or coming from, why they look the way they look, if where they bought, maybe they bought this clothes from somewhere. The first thing that came to his mind, the Bible says he ran to them. Genesis 18. And he says, please come. Come into my home. Let me feed you. Let me show you a little bit of love and hospitality. And the Bible says, he did not know he was about to receive a visitation from God himself. And the Bible says that they came in. They didn't even say no. <laughs> you think they would say no. Because the angels, 
But there was a need for that help to be completed. And the Bible says they dined with him. And you know one thing I love about that story? Is that after they had dined with him, they ain't, the, the, these representatives of God, I would call them that, they looked up to him and they said that in a couple of um, a month, they gave him a time and said that you would, God will bless you with a son. That promise that God has told you about, that thing that you have been worrying about, that thing that you have been crying about, God is about to give to you. And the Bible says, Sarah heard what they said and laughed. And you would think that because at that moment it seemed like she mocked God. God would have said, you know what, it's not going to happen. But the help that Abraham rendered to them at that moment, they looked at Sarah and said, because you laughed, your child will be called laughter. Just because of help. Be addicted to helping others. Let that be a lifestyle for you. Because you do not know who you are going to help. Some of us were enjoying the, the help that our parents did to somebody somewhere. The Bible says that a good man leaves inheritance for his children's children. But it's not just inheritance in money. Inheritance in honor. There's some places you will go to the moment they hear your last name. Oh, I know your father. He did this. Oh, I know your mother. And then automatically you are being honored in that place. Yes or yes? Be addicted to helping people. We all, most of us, for some of us who are from the same culture that I am at, they taught us to help elders when you see them. You don't see people carrying something and they're older than you. You run and you want to help them do it. But we've, we've, we've thrown that away. We've tried to unlearn that because we don't feel like, oh, that matches. It. It's not bougie enough. It doesn't fit the culture. Be addicted to helping people. That is how you become a person of honor. The prostitute that helped the spies. A prostitute became a woman of honor because of help. They said that when they go back, they told them, say, when you go back into the town and destroy, please, don't, please protect me. Because of help. The Shumamite woman. There's so many stories in the Bible that talked about how help opened doors of access. Make people that is not supposed to be, become people of honor. You want to be honored? Be addicted to service. Amen. One more example in this and then we'll go to the next one. Last week there I talked about Joseph. And I want to mention this example because I need us to understand that you might be called into a particular gift. But your gift cannot find full fulfillment, cannot find full expression if you're not addicted to helping people. Joseph had the gift of dreams. But until he hears the dream, he cannot interpret the dream. And so he's in prison. If Joseph was not an approachable person, if Joseph was not a person of character, what's the point? Why is the baker telling him what is going on with him? Are you approachable? It's not just about I can speak in tongues. Number two. Build value. Build value. 
said the people who are available are not competent. And the people who are competent are not available. A lot of us go to school for so many years to be called a particular name. BSc, MSc, Doctor, MPH, PhD. But you don't go to the school of honor. You don't go learn how to be a valuable person. You don't, don't go and learn how to be a problem solver. Can people come to you with their problem and get a solution? I heard something yesterday. <laughs> said if someone comes to meet you and tells you about or asks you, ask you a question and say, oh, please, what is this? And you don't know it. That's fine. But if three months after that, <clears throat> the same person comes to you and asks you the same question, I still don't know. It's shame on you. Because what happened in the last three months? Build value. Learn. Don't buy books and keep it in your closet. Study. Bible says study to, to know, to, to study to be sure yourself approved. He said, this book of the law will not depart from my mouth, for I will meditate on it day and night. Build value. I don't know anybody ever watched the movie, The Three Idiots. <clears throat> what? No, 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 no. Three Idiots. It's called The Three Idiots. It's an Indian movie. It's an Indian movie. See? I've seen it like five times. You can't tell me what title is. Ah, thank you, Pride. Three idiots. And I use this example because there was this young man that did grew up in a uh, he did not grow up in a place where, where he had access to education. But he was crazy about education. So he was like a little house boy in a very rich family. And the, fa the child of that family did not want to go to school for any reason. But this guy, he didn't care for school. He cared for the education. And so every time when, whenever he follows, maybe mistakenly follows them to school, he will find a way into the classroom and just sit at the back and just be listening. Oh, and so one day he was caught and then they called this master and they told him, oh, this boy has been coming, whatever, whatever. And the master said, okay, since you love going to school so much, you go to school in my son's name. And this boy went to school and went to one of the top, the best engineering school in India and came out number one, all in the son's name. And, and in that school, the competition in that school was top notch. Like people commit suicide because of the competition in that school. It's that bad. And so there was somebody in that school that he, he wanted to be the best. He didn't care for the education. He cared for the name. And so he would cram everything they had taught him and put it in his head and pour it out. And he did that first year, second year, third year. And he would be saying, he, was, he would be telling the other guy, I promise you, 10 years from today, I'm going to be the best. You would come and ask me for money. I tell you, all you just need to do is pass. All these other things you're doing extra. And then many, many years... The guy said something, and I wrote it here. He said, pursue excellence, and success will follow you pants down. Ten years, <laughs> the guy that crams and does all of these things, he was successful. He was successful. He had money. 
But he needed a contract from somebody. And bear it in mind, the person that, remember this person went to school for so many years on another person's name. So the name they knew him as was not his actual name. So 10 years, it was that date because he had made a bet. He said, 10 years, this particular date, we will meet and I will check who is most successful. So 10 years, all his friends have been looking for him. They had gone with that same name, but it showed up to be somebody else. And so this guy calls them and said, it's 10 years. He's sure that this guy will show up. The guy doesn't show up. And so they started following the trail to find this guy who went to school in somebody else's name, but was super smart. And they eventually found this guy. He had built a school. And in the school, there was no grading system. All they had in that school is just teaching people stuff, skills. You see kids doing electrical stuff. You see kids doing different kind of things. And the moment they went into the school, they knew this was a school because they understood the kind of person he was. He wasn't one that cared for the books, but he was one that cared for education. And then immediately they found him. The other guy was like, I told you, see, you're a school teacher. I told you I'll be better than you. This is my car. This is my, he had brought pictures. This is my wife, all of that. And I brought this thing. I said, I told you that whenever I see and I'm more successful, you have to sign this thing. I love that part. And so the guy collected it and took a pen and signed it, his actual name. Bear in mind, the other guy had been looking for somebody that needed a contract from. And so the guy was walking away excited. I said, I told I was going to win. I looked at the no and saw the name. It was the exact guy he's been looking for for so many years for a contract. And he turned back and he pulled his pants down and pursued him. <laughs> and, I, and that part made sense. He said, if you pursue excellence, success will pursue your pants down. I say that story to say pursue excellence. Want to be better. Strive to be better. Strive to be a person of value. Learn things that is outside your scope. Not just, oh, I only like this, I only know this, and so I'm going to stick to this. You should be able to talk about every, every topic. Something about every topic. Said something in the first service, the elevator conversations. 15 seconds, sell yourself. That is how you become a person of honor. Number three, be loyal. I'm going to go um, real quick because some people are about to scream. My time is up. Number three, be loyal. Bible says there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Show up for people. God will only reveal people that you have access to, to you. So you are praying for gift of prophecy. He won't let tell you things about people you have access to. So if you don't have access to anybody, you are prophesying over your own life. And remember, the gift is to edify the body. Be loyal. Build relationship. A spiritual person is a relationship expert. A man of honor is a relationship expert. Build relationship. Show up for people. Stop, stop saying, I like my private time. I'm a quiet person. I'm a, um, in a, an indoor person. I don't like going out. And you're staying indoor and committing sin. Community. Build meaningful friendships. Not friendships for gossip. 
I will not start. The next one, number four, be a master of protocol. Be a master of protocol. I said this, I said most of us do not know what to do with access. <laughs> Write this down. <clears throat> Learn what to say, where it should be said, what to wear, and where to go. <clears throat> what to say, where is to be said, what to wear, and where to go. Some people, your dishonor comes from your location. You carry your two right and left leg, and you just go to places that you'll be dishonored. Be a master of protocol. Carry yourself well. Some of us, people of, people of value, great people can never give you their numbers. It's not a curse, but you don't know what to do with it. I said a story in the first service. This man of God is a lead pastor of a church of so many branches. Somebody found access to him and collected his number. This person went home, called the man. Oh, Lord. The first conversation, he said, good afternoon, sir said, good afternoon. I'm sure you don't know why I asked for your number. Oh, no, I don't. Are you okay? He said, he said sir, <clears throat> I noticed you're very close to my girlfriend. Um, I think I should be close to you too. So people will not think you guys are having something together. That's why he collected the number. Be a master of protocol. When that access comes, what do you do with it? How do you dress? How do you look? Do you get too excited? There's some leaders here that they'll come up to you and say, I just, hey. You get too carried away. Great people should come to you and say, take my number. We have conversations. I want to hear what you have to say. You might have built value, but because you don't know how to address, you don't know what to do with access, your value doesn't even, it's, it's meaningless. No, we get too excited over familiarity. And then quickly, be a burden sharer, number five. Be a burden sharer. I say this to say, when that access comes... Um, for Master of Protocol, please put this down because I want you to read it. Luke 14, 7 to 11. Because Jesus said, some, said, when you go to a place, don't rush and go and sit in front. Because the people that actually know that seat will come and bounce you. Luke, 7, 4, um, Luke 14, 7 to 11. Please, I want you to study that. Number five, be a burden bearer. And I said, he said, when you have that access to that person, do not let it be about what you need. Don't call them morning, afternoon, night, complaining. Telling them about everything that goes wrong in your life. Because life revolves around you. Call them and ask, what do you need me to pray for you about? How are you doing? Do you need something? 
Be a bird. Let, let them see you. Let great people see you. That is how you, you become a person of honor. Let them see you and say, please, let her come. Let her come. I have something to say. I tell you, the moment people start to tell you they are unavailable, you are a problem. Because they are available to some people. Be a burden share. Let people be excited when you call because they know at the end of the conversation you will hear them as much as they will hear you. And the last one, number six, which is I'm going to use to end this service today. Be a carrier of the manifest presence of God. Zephaniah 3 verse 17. Says the Lord is in the midst of them. I love the story of Jabez. In 2 Chronicles, the first time Jabez's name was mentioned, the Bible says Jabez was more honorable than his peers. And you would think, oh wow, he must have grown, he must have been in a place whereby he had access to things or to people. But the next line he says, But his mother bore him in pain and named him Jabez. But Jabez did something. Jabez became a carrier of the presence of God. For you to be a person that is honored, you need to carry the presence of God. Anybody ever bought something from Amazon before? Have you ever bought the smallest thing and the package? Oh God. This was a waste. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I bought pencil, the eye pencil one day. And my house really thought it was empty. Because if you see the bag, and then the pencil is just in one corner. But I use this example to say, when you carry the presence of God, you see those packages, no matter how much they toss it, those things inside are secured. So when you carry the presence of God, the Bible says, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? He said, I am walking through the valley, but I have, I have a support. Aside from this jacket, I wear the present. Aside from this pants, I wear the present. Aside from my shoes, I carry the present. So nothing can touch me. The disciples were in the boat. And they said, Master, you're sleeping and we're about to die. And after he calmed the storm, he said, why are you guys worried I'm in the boat? Nothing can happen to you. When you carry the presence of God, you are a person of honor. They automatically will honor you. Because I tell you, the thing that shows first when that package comes is the box. Before the package. So before they see you, they see the presence. So they will hear what you have to say. We go into the, the season of conference. We've been in the season of conference, but we go into the next four days of conference. And I want you to crave the presence like madness. I want you to crave the presence of God. The Holy Spirit told me, he said, the glory is the manifested presence of God. There's the presence of God, but there's the presence of God that is manifested. Because those kind of presence are very evident. The blind will see that you carry the presence. People will want to hear what you have to say because you carry the presence. And so in the next four days, before you show up here on Thursday, 
carry the presence. Because there's some things that we're going to deal with on Thursday. Come with your boxing gloves. There's some things we're going to deal with. That the, the, the presence of God will be your shield. So when they are trying to punch you back, they'll be eating the boxes. So when the counter attack starts to come, they'll be eating the boxes. The manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God. We have the presence like a cloak. We have the presence like a cloak. You think they did not have access to kill Jesus? <laughs> the many, many, many times they had access. But the Bible says Jesus will just find his way out. How? The presence. The presence gives you exemption. And the presence gives you honor. And so in this moment, I want us to bow down our heads. And I want us to pray for the presence. I want to wear your presence like a cloak. I want to wear your presence like a cloak. Pray this prayer with everything inside of you. Father, I want to be a carrier of your presence. Wherever you go, your presence, your manifested presence, go with me. Because I know that when I carry your presence, they might try to hit me from the right or hit me from the left. Bible says that the arrows during the day, you don't see where the arrows will come from. But because you carry the presence, they can't come close to you. You don't see where the attack will come from. But because you carry the presence, it cannot come close to you. Father, I want to carry your presence. Everywhere I go, I want to be a carrier of your presence. I want to carry your presence like a batch of honor. Everywhere I go, I carry your presence. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for this church and we pray that we begin to carry your presence, your manifested presence, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we carry your presence. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. So real quick, say all of these things and we get into in the week of the conference and we, you hear us pray this prayers. And you hear the tagline and you hear all the things that people were saying. God is waiting for manifestations. But all of these things do not come if you do not have a relationship with God. You can't carry the presence of someone you do not know. Amazon will not box a package that it does not belong to them. And so if you're here in this place... And you say, I want to be a carrier of the presence. Daddy, I need a relationship with you. Please step forward. Real quick. We talked about being a person of honor today. We've talked about whom to honor. 
talked about why we should honor them. Now we're talking about we being people that people would honor. But for all of these things to make meaning, for you to be a person of honor, you need to have a relationship with God. For you to receive this glory, you need to have a relationship with God. The Bible says he waits the manifestation of the children of God, not just children. Father, I want to be called your child, your son, or your daughter. Please step forward real quick. Daddy, I want to carry your presence. I need you to take this seriously. Forget about the person next to you. You're saying, Father, I want to carry you. I'm adding that one. Father, I want to carry your presence. God only wraps the people that are his children. Few more seconds. And whoever comes out, I will need the leaders to pray with them. And I'm very specific about that request because I hear that in my spirit that we need to pray with them. Because we're not just praying for their salvation. We're praying that they be carriers of God's presence. Few more seconds and then we will pray out. And also if you're online and you need that same prayer, I want you to type safe to the number that will show up on your screen. Because you're saying, the Father, I want to be a carrier of your presence. I want to be a carrier of your presence. Father, we thank you. sense in my spirit that there's some of us in this place, a couple of people. And I'm just going to give you a few moments. I'm not going to try to point anybody out because this is as personal as it gets. But I need you to step out. I tell you that some, some decisions you will make that would mark something. <laughs> it will mark a season that you would never forget in your life. I tell you this conference, for some people, you will say this was the day that my life made a 360 turnaround. But for you to get to that point, you need to carry the presence of God. And so I'm just going to give you a few moments as the Holy Spirit will let me. And the moment he tells me that's it, that's it. Please step out real quick. And I'll have people pray with you. And from today, you'll be a carrier of his presence. Please step forward if you're coming out. Any of the leaders, HODs, can pray with the person. He says, I want you to be a carrier of my presence. But for me, for you to be a carrier of my presence, you need to have a relationship with me. 
four more days. This is not a prayer that I will go into my closet and I will pray it. I just need to rewind back to this time of the service and pray it. No. Instructions. Your obedience is only, is only fulfilled when it is completed. Not partial obedience. Full. And the instruction is, you are here and you, need, you want a relationship. And you want to carry its presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And that's all I have. Thank you, Abigail. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. We thank you for what you do, what you're doing, and what you did today. Holy Spirit, we thank you because we're carriers of your presence. It's so heavy in my spirit. That some of you are toying with this moment. I don't have so much time and I'm not going to waste it. Because it's as personal as it gets. But some opportunities do not come twice. The altar call for next week Sunday is the altar call for next week Sunday. But this conference something God wants to do but there's a preparatory stage and this is how you prepare Father we thank you we give you all the praise and all the glory Lord have your way and take your place Holy Spirit we pray oh God that you would do what only you do help us to be people of honor and help us to be carrier of your presence in Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.